0: God 90 where we're not afraid of the tough biblical questions, because we will dig through the language, the culture, and the history to find the truth revealed in the words of our Creator. Hello, everyone. Thank you for letting us spend some time with you today. I will be completely honest and say that we have recorded this a little earlier. Uh, so there may have been some things happened between the time we record it and the time you hear it that. I'm not going to get to, but I can't talk about it if I don't know about it, right? Right.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: But anyway, yes, I am being supervised.
1: Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us.
0: And um, got some interesting things. Interesting, scary, weird, senseless things to talk about tonight <laughs> or this morning. This is for Monday, right? Yes. Happy Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if, if you've not been here before, we do have fun while we're doing this. We do. Um, also if you, if you're new, check out givegodnani.com, see what that's all about. And, uh, we're just going to dive right into this in a way. Oh, in a second. First, I have to mention the books because I'm getting flagged for reminding everyone about the books. Tradition to Truth, God's Universe, God's Rules, and Inheriting Lies are all available for you. Check them out. And if you remember the last couple podcasts ago, I encouraged you to get Inheriting Lies if you want to know uh, more about the feasts and how they work, how they're designed to work. Okay. Um. I know this is a strange way to start something like this, but are you familiar with the story Tarzan of the Apes? You know, when I was a kid, okay, I enjoyed Tarzan. I'll be honest. You know, um, it's the tale of a young child whose parents were killed, and uh, he was raised by this fictional group of. Wild Apes, written by Edgar Rice Burroughs, who was born in 1875, uh, and he actually lived until around 1950, but around 1911, he had spent some years, uh, believe it or not, as a pencil sharpener sales representative. That's an exciting career in itself, isn't it? And it probably was back then. You know, It, it was something new. Um, and it wasn't going well for him. So he started writing, and he was actually able to publish his first Tarzan story in a magazine in 1912, and then in 1914, it was actually published as a book. Uh, his stories were obviously, and I do mean obviously, completely fictitious. Uh, they had their own made-up ape language and all that good stuff. Um, But they were well written, you know, that kept me occupied for hours reading those books. Uh, Tales of a Jungle Man, right? He, he was able to communicate with the wild animals. Okay, not the way we do it today, but on a more foundational level, I guess we could say. Now, hopefully you're saying, what in the world does Tarzan have to do with the Bible? <laughs> a lot. Um, I recently came across an article when I read this. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever read in a long time. Okay, Now, the headline reads, Extraordinary tale of scientist parents who adopted a chimpanzee to raise as their baby's sister, but bitterly regretted bizarre nature versus nurture experiments on their son after it yielded chilling results. Imagine that. You bring a wild animal into your home and think you're going to get a result of anything other than a wild animal. But it gets better. Now, this article is written by Beth Ann Sexton, uh, published in the Daily Mail just uh, a week or so ago. It, it's recent, the article is. So let me read uh, some excerpts from this, because you're not going to believe. Well, you might believe what you hear. It took me a minute to let this sink in. And I quote, Extraordinary video footage shows how two scientist parents attempted to raise their infant son alongside a chimpanzee as part of a bizarre nature versus nurture experiment in 1931. End quote. Now this is very shortly after the Tarzan books had been written, keep that in mind, back to the article. Psychologist Winthrop and Luella Kellogg conducted the study on their 10-month-old son Donald and a 7-month-old chimp called Gua in their Florida home. The couple were attempting to establish if it was possible to educate an ape and teach them to communicate as a human, but the experiment which they intended to run for five years was abandoned just nine months when the pair noticed chilling changes in the behavior of their son, end quote. <clears throat> Think about this. Imagine parents attempting to raise an ape beside a child and expecting to get A child ape? Uh, what, were they, what did they think they were going to get? <laughs> you know, it, it, it gets worse. Let me go back to the article. and I quote, The couple conducted the experiment on their 10-month-old son Donald and 7-month-old chimpanzee. Uh, Winthrop devised the experiment after becoming fascinated by the wolf children of India, a group of kids who adopted the behavior of wild animals— after being raised away from civilization, the couple set about attempting to teach Gua, the chimpanzee, the same skills as a toddler. She learned how to eat using a spoon, drink from a glass, and open doors long before Donald had ever acquired the same uh, skills. The baby and chimp soon became incredibly close, developing a sibling like bond. Being around each other all day. Let me stop right here. What did they expect? You could do the same thing with a puppy. You could do the same thing with a kitten. You can do the same thing with a horse. It happens all the time. Let me go back to the article and I quote. But Donald and Guo were also subjected to a barrage of unusual and often cruel experiments aimed at comparing their reflexes and reactions to scenarios with their parents recording their findings in detailed notes and on film. Now, and quote, here's where things get really more strange. <laughs> the th- this is Like I said, I I didn't believe this when I read it. I had to, to go look this up. Getting back to the article. Quote, Video taken from one experiment showed a gun being fired just inches away from their heads as the scientists sought to find out which would react first to a loud noise. As the weapon was released, the youngsters both flinched before Gua dramatically scrambled into the arms of one of the scientists for safety. Another disturbing experiment saw both spun around at speed. The test only ended when Donald burst into tears. A similarly cruel test involved teasing Donald to the point of distress. End quote. Um, If you've ever been around firearms, you really don't fire a gun anywhere near your head people have known for years it interrupts your hearing. It causes you to go deaf. It's just not done. This isn't science. This is somebody who has no idea what they were doing. Attempting to... I don't know what they were attempting to do. But it was was strange. Parents purposefully antagonizing their own child. Now, I wish that was shocking, but it's not. Parents do that all the time, sometimes knowingly, sometimes unknowingly. And and I want to say, anybody who knows anything about animals knows that animals mature more quickly than humans. Apes are much stronger than humans. Okay? Puppies mature faster than than babies. What what animal doesn't? Elephants may be the closest in in growth, but they learn things much faster than most humans do. <clears throat> it takes people a while to mature, to gain the fine motor skills that we have. <sighs> let, let me. Let me continue because here's where they talk about uh, what they were doing with the chimpanzee. And I quote, The couple were obsessed with teaching Gua to speak, and Luella often attempting to move her lips to form words. At first, Gua's rate of development was much faster than Donald's, especially when it came to motor skills. She learned to respond to 95 phrases, including, Show me your nose and kiss Donald. But eventually, she began to to plateau and was outpaced by Donald, most notably when it came to speech. Despite the couple's best efforts, Gua was never able to utter a single word and only communicated with grunts. And before long, the couple realized that in socializing Gua to become human, their son had adopted animal traits. He would often start biting people when he became aggressive. And he and Gua shared a secret language of bark-like noises that they would use to communicate. <laughs> Donald began to, I shouldn't be laughing here, but what I'm actually laughing at is the faces that Myra's making while I'm reading this. Um, <clears throat> Donald began to lag behind his peers in terms of development, his human peers, by the way, in terms of development and often chose to shun other children in favor of playing with Gua. All the while, Gua was growing in strength and becoming more and more unpredictable. They also reported lost interest in the the experiment after failing to teach Gua to speak. Now, Gua was returned to captivity and became the subject of another experiment. She spent the rest of her life in a laboratory cage. End quote. And if you're wondering, uh, about two years later, uh, the chimpanzee died of pneumonia. Now, this was done and started in 1931. Um, so in 1943, at the age of, or I'm sorry, in 1973, at the age of 43, Donald committed suicide. The experiment, if, if we can call it an experiment, that was conducted in the 1930s, only a few years after Tarzan was published and became famous. I have to wonder, did they actually pattern this after a fictional novel? The ideas that someone had in their head and, and Edgar Rice Burroughs' fictional book, the fictional Tarzan, was raised by a fictional colony simply known as the Great Apes. The, the reality is, as, as much as we might try to humanize animals, they are much, much different than mankind. Okay? Um, read, read that first passage because... We need to know this.
1: Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed the breath of life into his nostrils, and the man became a living being. And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east where he placed the man he had formed. Out of the ground, the Lord God gave growth to every tree that is pleasing to the eye and good for food. And in the middle of the garden, were the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Genesis chapter 2, verses 7 through 9. Okay.
0: The tree was not placed in the garden for the animals. The tree was placed there for mankind. The animals did not receive the breath of life. That is reserved for mankind. When we learn about science experiments, uh, yeah, when we learn about the science experiments like this one, the only conclusion we can reach is that the people who chose to do the experiment had rejected the Creator. He said, oh, we can do much better. We know what we're doing. God didn't know what He was doing, but we know what we're doing. You know, now, I'm going to say that other fiction writers such as Orson Welles, Isaac Asimov, Gene Roddenberry, and the others—you know—they have actually given rise to advancements in technology, uh, advancements that probably would not have happened if they hadn't had, in, you know, envisioned an idea of something. Now that being said, for science to really have the capability to enhance mankind. It must include the creator's design for mankind. Did you know that in Nazi Germany in the 1930s, many experiments were done, including drastic and horrific anatomy experiments trying to prove that there was a superior race? These were done on both living and dead subjects um, of various races, and ethnicities. The results, though, weren't what they were expecting. The results were that mankind is mankind, exactly like the Bible reveals. Now, I I need to be careful not to give anybody the impression I'm anti-science. I'm I'm not anti-science. I'm all for learning as much about creation that we live in as possible, all for learning as much about the human anatomy as we can all for learning about the interaction between species of animals and plants but these experiments would be far more productive if we would learn much more and we would learn much more if sound biblical principles were used in the theories that led to the experiments you know with Biblical principles leading scientists, there would be no horrific experiments. You know, we we've seen a lot of them in the past, and doesn't mean much. But in my opinion, um, we'd be farther ahead now if we allowed sound biblical principles to lead science. Job actually had something to say about this, believe it or not. Way back, Job was a contemporary of Abraham. So, some 45, no, I'm sorry, some 38, 3900 years ago. Go ahead and read that passage.
1: But ask the animals, and they will teach you. Or ask the birds of the air, they will tell you. Speak to the earth, and it will teach you. Or let the fish of the sea tell you. Every one of these knows that the hand of the Lord, what the hand of the Lord has done, sorry, that the, Lord, the hand of the Lord has done this. The life of every creature and the breath of all people are in God's hand. The ear tests words as the tongue tastes food. Older people are supposed to be wise. Long life is supposed to bring understanding, but God has wisdom and power. He has good advice and understanding. What God tears down cannot be rebuilt. The man God puts in prison cannot be let out. If God holds back the waters, there is time without rain. But if he lets the waters go, they flood the land. God is strong and victorious. Both the person who fools others and the one who is fooled belong to him. God leads wise men away from captives. He turns wise judges into fools. Job chapter 12, verse
0: 7 through 17. You, No matter how much we try to replicate what our Creator has done, we never will. We can't. It's impossible. You know, today we have this thing called artificial intelligence that's being talked about, and it's exactly what it is. It's artificial. It's not real. You know, <laughs> You can train an animal to respond to different commands, different stimuli, different uh, ways of doing things. Shepherds have been using dogs to herd sheep for centuries. Other animals have been used to, you know, people have been riding donkeys and, and horses and mules for a long time. We can program a computer to give us responses. We can even program a computer to search for words and put them together to form a sentence in various languages. But what you can't teach a computer to do is reason and think. All it knows how to do is respond to what it's been trained to respond to. When we allow creation to instruct us, we put the Creator and His design back into our science. Then we might be able to comprehend many of the things that we can't understand today. You you know, the basic difference between the Hebrew mindset we find in the Old Testament and the world we live in today is that the Hebrew mindset in the Bible focuses on the Creator. Today, we primarily think in Greek terms, which focuses on man. We've gotten so arrogant that we believe man has the ability to alter creation and to make creation better. And all we do is make it worse. We think we can do better a better job at something than the Almighty can do? That's, that's you know, that's thinking not in believers type terms. That's thinking in man's terms. You know, we've we've gotten so arrogant we think that our actions can change the climate or the universe. What can we do where we live on this planet that's going to change anything that happens on Jupiter? It's not going to happen. But that's what we've gotten to. When scientists focus on the creator and realize they can't improve on his design we remove fiction from science but until that happens we're going to be we're going to continue to be faced with expensive and sometimes very disturbing results and that's what happens when we attempt to put man above god you can't do it you will fail every time and that's what the Kelloggs were doing. They were attempting to put man above God and say, I can teach that chimpanzee how to talk. What wound up happening? The chimpanzee and the boy learned to communicate, but not in a language that we understand. He reverted back to some animal instinct of some type, maybe. You know, when Adam, when the animals came to Adam and he named them, up until the time of the flood, animals and people, they couldn't really communicate, but they weren't afraid of each other. You know, the lion wasn't afraid of the bear. The lion wasn't afraid of the Well, anything really, but (laughs) neither was anybody else. It was not symbiotic. The, The relationship that people had with animals until Noah opened the doors on the ark and they all left, they all got along. It wasn't until after the flood, after the flood, our Creator said, I'm going to put some enmity between the animals and man. They're going to be afraid of you now. They need to stay away from you because you're teaching them bad habits. And That's exactly what we see in the world today. Not only do we teach them bad habits, sometimes we uh, use them for bad experiments. Sometimes we use each other for bad experiments. Sometimes evil men use mankind for bad experiments. We cannot improve on creation no matter how much we try. When it was finished, the Almighty looked down and said, It's very good. He gave it his stamp of approval. There's no way we're ever going to improve on that. But what can you do? The, the most important thing you can do is live the way you're designed to live. And in doing so, <laughs> you'd be amazed at how much differently you look at the world around you. You, never, you don't see the differences anymore. You see the similarities. You don't see the problems. You see solutions. Unfortunately, not enough scientists today are familiar enough with their Creator to learn anything from Him. I've used that passage from Job a lot. And I'm going to say it again. Job says, ask the earth. Ask the dirt. Anybody who doesn't know as much as the dirt, we can say, yes, they're dumber than dirt. But that's not because the dirt doesn't know. Ask the earth, and it will tell you. It was the Almighty who did all this. All we have to do is watch, observe, Mm -hmm. and learn. And hopefully, that'll be the last one of those experiments that was done for a long time. time. (laughs) Anyway, until next time, We wish you many, many blessings, everyone.
1: Yes, be safe.